Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and our guest today is Alana Parkinson. But before I introduce her and our topic of alchemizing the changes of life to create pure magic, I would like to invite you to get to know your own personal magic a little bit better. A lot of times we walk through this world looking at other people. Oh, Sophia and Alana, they're so amazing, and they have these amazing intuitive gifts, and I got squat. And that's oftentimes a misunderstanding that we have. We each come with amazing intuitive gifts. It's just like the water we swim in. And so it makes it a little bit hard for us to see what our gifts are, whereas the people around us could probably name like six. And so that's why I created this quiz to introduce you to your number one spiritual gift. So you can find that quiz at superpowerquiz.us. It takes about two minutes to go through and to get the result uh, to answer the question, what is my number one spiritual superpower? (laughs) So again, that's superpowerquiz.us. And probably this has you grabbing your pen and paper, which is an amazing thing to do because I love the insights that our guests bring with them. And sometimes... Although our journeys are not the same, they do run in parallel with each other. And so a lot of times there will be insights, there will be things that come up as you listen to someone else's journey that uh, can help you move past issues or things that have been keeping you stuck in your own journey. So have that pen and paper close by with you. And now I will introduce our guest. Uh, harnessing the power of adversity to fuel massive growth, Alana Parkinson is an ascension alchemist who supports awakened beings to fully embody their innate gifts and to fill their soul mission for this lifetime. As she transcended her own life's challenges, the divine gifted Alana with the quantum alchemy method, a profoundly transformational healing process that creates harmony, connection, and balance on all planes of existence, including past life and ancestral patterns. Through quantum alchemy, she was able to heal her body of a mysterious dis-ease, expand through divorce, and step into her true life's purpose, let go of her money struggle, and effortlessly called soul-aligned love to her. Alana uses the same potent method to reconnect her clients to their intrinsic guidance system, heal traumas at the root, uncover the deep wisdom in any challenge, and easily release the struggle as they expand to new levels of consciousness. Welcome, Alana. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you, Sophia Renea. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited that we got this we got this time together because we had to reschedule a couple of weeks ago. Yes, so. we we got we got the do over. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you're feeling better. I understand the whole house came down with like nastiness. <laughs> it was it was it was a rough couple of days there for sure. But yeah, no, we're all we're all good. We're all back on the on the old bandwagon and and doing well. So. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about the early part of your journey. I know a lot of us, um, what do I want to say? We're raised to drink the Kool-Aid. 
Okay. I'm not even going to say we chose to because we were kids. And a lot of times it's survival to drink the Kool-Aid because the world, generally speaking, does not care for it when you speak to imaginary friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> and crossover dead people and uh, know things about the future that, well, a child shouldn't even know in the first place, let alone that particular whatever it was. So tell us about your journey. How did that unfold? So I, I have a master's in mechanical engineering. So I grew up very much in the box, um, very <laughs> allopathic, very like, if I can see it, touch it, taste it, it's real. Otherwise it's nonsense. It's absolute BS. And, exactly. Um, two plus yeah. two equals four. And if it's not replicatable, I don't trust you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was a lot of that. Um, and, and that was really how I did life. I, I trusted very much in the physical. I did not have any spiritual upbringing whatsoever, any religious upbringing, nothing like that. And shortly after my, my son was born, my second child, uh, we were moving. There was a lot of stuff going on. And I just my body just felt like it fell apart. I went from being really incredibly healthy my whole life to having incredible insomnia. Like I'm talking like no sleep whatsoever, three or four yes. nights a week. Mm -hmm. And then the other three to four nights would be like three hours of broken sleep. So it was, yeah. and this went on for a good solid year. I had that a lot is of really super duper rough. It was, I, ha I had a period like that when my Lyme was at its worst and I'll tell you what, anything to sleep. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. And like, and it was like, and I had the anxiety and I had all these crazy symptoms and all the doctors were like, you know, here, take this, this uh, antidepressant. And I'm like, I'm not depressed. I just need to sleep. Like, I just need to sleep. My body is just, it felt like it was lit up like a Christmas tree on the inside. Yes. And, um, and no, there was, I mean, it was a full year of going from specialist to specialist to specialist and all of them telling me like, I think it might be in your head, you know, like uh, we're not really sure what's going on here, but everything's coming back fine. Right. Or it might be your Kundalini. <laughs> <laughs> Or that, but they definitely did not talk about that. But they didn't that. know about and, that part. Yes. And you know what? Had they told me that, I would have been like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> you are out of your freaking mind. Yeah. I'm not ready to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So it was, it was a good solid year of that and realizing that I was not going to get anywhere going down that path. And so it, it was, I think it was actually New Year's Eve and being another sleepless night, feeling like I had once again found the solution because I had taken these supplements and I figured they were going to solve my problems and realizing that I still had all of this other stuff going on. And so I stepped out of the box. And for me, that was going to a chiropractor. So that was, that ah. was how in the box I was. <laughs> like, exactly. I was like, so how, how did you come to be aware of the chiropractor as a possibility here? I started Googling. I was, I mean, I, that's what I would do for that first year. I Googled all the time when I couldn't sleep at at night, I was Googling, Googling. I, I might well, as well look for yes, an answer, right? Because right? some <laughs> there's got to be an answer. I can't, I can't just stay like this. And I had two little kids. I mean, my son was eight weeks old when this started. And my daughter was two. And so, so even if you do fall asleep, he's guaranteed to wake you up within hours. Oh, it was, it was really, it was incredible. It was a, it was a very difficult year. And, um, yeah. So then I, I started working with her and she was doing, she did a neuro emotional technique, which was, ah. so she was even more out of the box than your typical chiropractor. And, and so she started talking about emotions. So what and was doing attractive about her that you went to her as opposed to a more middle of the road chiropractor? I, she talked about healing things that 
other people couldn't heal basically, okay. right? These, these things that were difficult to heal. And, and I went, when I went and did the questionnaire at the beginning, I remember thinking like there were things that I was checking on off and I'm like that, yes, this, this is one yes, of the things that I have happening. going on. Yes. And you know, and like the doctors were like, I don't know what that is. Right. So to finally, to not even have somebody understand, but actually have put it on a check mark list and be yeah. able to say, yes, I have that going on. It was like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm on the right track. So that was, I mean, we, we worked together a year. I worked with um, acupuncturists. I, I ended up working with a homeopath because I went down the Lyme road as well. And um, I'm pretty sure my daughter had it as well. So what I really liked about homeopathy was that I didn't need a diagnosis because I was at this point, this was two years down the road. And, yeah. and so I'd been going through and going through and going through and, and got to this point where I was like, I'm not, nobody's gonna be able to tell me what's going on. Like, I just, I don't know what's going on. And so with homeopathy, I liked that I could just go based on how I was feeling rather than what was going on. Right. Like, Needing to be right? in some bucket someplace. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so we started down that road and did a couple of years of that. My son, we my kids were doing it as well because they were struggling and, uh, my son started to lose his hearing. He started proving on the remedy. And I was like, okay, this, this isn't going to work either. Like we got to figure out something else here. So then we did a really strict diet. And at this point we also moved to Costa Rica. So we were living in the States at the time and we ah. moved to Costa Rica. And, um, and that's a very different lifestyle. It was, it was, it was actually incredibly healing. Um, it was, for me, it was really hard and I'm sure other listeners can <laughs> relate to this of going through the awakening process because I was reading, I was constantly consuming information, constantly consuming information, trying to figure out what was going on. And as I was consuming it, I was, you know, expanding my vision quite mm -hmm. drastically from the box where I had been and being around a bunch of people that just looked at me like I was crazy. Cause I would, I would learn this stuff and I'm like, I got to tell everybody, like, I've got to tell everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to want to know this, right? No, nobody wanted to know. Nobody, nobody wanted, wanted to know. Wanted to know. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just stop right now. So it was really hard. And, and it was, it was hard on my marriage as well. My, my husband was a little bit more supportive than that at the time. Um, and so you mentioned you went to Costa Rica. I got to ask, yeah. Was it with the husband at that point? Yeah, yeah, we went to wow. Costa Rica, and and um, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty good at like, I mean, that was that was our relationship. I very much had the, uh, I was the 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 rudder in the relationship, and certainly was guiding us in where we we ended up. So we because we're originally we're Canadian, and so we also lived in the states, and then we yeah, we went to Costa Rica. And, uh, and it was amazing for me because it was just all of these other awakened beings that were, had all chosen to do life differently and, and yes. step outside of that box in, in all senses of, of that, um, saying, right? Like yes. really doing life differently. And, and so raising their kids differently, beliefs differently, health differently, like just everything was very much outside of the box. And, and so what, we did it. What were some of the different things that you started to explore? I say explore because as a scientist, we never just jump in and go, this is it. We like Okay, let's try it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So for me, 
I, there, there are many different things like healing stuff that I tried or just in general, waking all of, up stuff. all of the above. I know it started as a healing journey and eventually kind of evolved into something you hadn't anticipated. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> I certainly did not set out being like, this is going to, you know, awaken me and, and completely let, change my let life. Let me become intuitive. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. So along the way, um, I think one of the the transformational moments for me was when a friend of mine in in Costa Rica recommended a book, The Synchronicity Key, by mm. oh, and I can never David Wilcock, and he talks oh, about yes. uh-huh. and he talks about all of these different experiences that he had read about firsthand or he had experienced or whatever that that where science had supported these phenomenons, right? Yes. Of, of, you know, what's possible in our universe. And so for me, that just blew it wide open. Like I was, you know, I, I was doing a lot of the energy work, it, it kind of, you know, sort of meditating, kind of, sort of, you know. Yeah, but kind of just, wading into it a little. Yeah. Yeah. But not really fully believing in it, being like, yeah. all right, well, maybe this is something, but still very much in the physical. Like even with homeopathy, it felt like, okay, I have a symptom. I can take this thing. I mean, it still it felt like an extension of the allopathic world. Yeah. Right? And I kind of understand the principles behind homeopathy. I, I can buy that it would make some sense. Right? Yeah. 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 And and so yeah, for me that was where things really started to to expand, to explode for me, and where I that thirst for for knowledge in a totally different way. So now it wasn't hundred percent focused on just my healing; it was now focused on what's possible. Like what what is this crazy universe that we live in? I have no <laughs> idea, right? And and so yeah, so I started playing with you know the the law of attraction, and and then I got into um, into. Uh, Abraham Hicks and, and, you know, all of that stuff where it was just like, just this incessant hunger for more, to uh, to understand more, to, to learn more, to experience more. And it just, it went from me being a very close-minded person to just the opposite. Like it got, it got to the point because just wide open, (laughs) wide open because I'm like, okay, I believed so deeply in all of these things before that I would have said that these things that I'm experiencing right now are not possible. And yet now somehow these things are all possible and all of those beliefs were nonsense. So I have beliefs right now. It's very possible that they're not real. So I, instead of sitting here and saying, well, I don't believe you, I'm going to say, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) experienced that that experience myself. However, (laughs) it could very well be your experience and it could very well be much more truthful, much more aligned than what I believe right now. So it really allowed me to open up and and start exploring, experimenting, trying new things and seeing what what worked and what didn't. Let me ask you, Mm -hmm. because I, I was also from that school of two plus two equals four, rational, humanistic, all the things. And I know on my own journey, there was kind of this tug, this push and pull between the intuitive side and the rational side. And there were days where it's like, it's all bullshit. And then there are days where on the other side, it's all bullshit, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes, for sure. Did, Did you experience some of that? How did that play out for you. It's still, I still, like, I still go through days like that where I'm like, am I crazy? Am I legitimately crazy? Because I mean, it continues, right? Like you go through the awakening process, but it's not like 
you arrive and you're like, okay, well, I'm done with that. Now I can just go on and live my life, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's this continual process, right? So you get exposed to more and more things and, and yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it was... Mine, I think, went in very interesting stages. I went when I when we were in Costa Rica. I was going through a, this very strict diet, and for me, that there was some spirituality with it, but it was very rigid, let's say. Mm -hmm. And so, as long as we were very rigid in the way that we ate, everything was fine. And the moment that my kids, you know, even ate fruit, like that's how strict it was. They weren't eating yeah. any fruit. And in Costa Rica, I mean, it's like a fruit haven, right? Oh so, my God, everything's yeah. fruit. Every third thing is fruit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so it was like very, very strict, very controlling for that period. And then that was really when things started to open up. And I realized that that, that was actually keeping me sick as well. And learning how to, to move through that and find more, um, more of, uh, more of my truth, more of, of less of the control and more of the, the center within me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there were definitely times like going through that process where I'm like, okay, am I crazy? Like, am I too strict or is this really what's helping us heal? Or, you know, there was, there was a lot of back and forth. I mean, again, as I said, I still, continue to question my sanity <laughs> and going through this and wondering, you know, is, is it real? Because you can't see it. And a lot of it requires faith. And yeah. uh, you, you can't, what do I want to say? You can't oftentimes see it with your physical vision, right? Yeah. You experience it in ways that are hard to document for other people totally. and even for yourself sometimes. And, and you can be in a space where you're getting an intuitive hit to do something that's very different than what you would have done in the past, right? So yes. as you're going through this journey, all of a sudden you're receiving this information and this knowingness and, and it leaves you questioning like, is this really the right path? Am I leading myself off a cliff right now? Or yes. is this the way that I really am, that I'm guided to go? Like, am I crazy or am I, am I intuitive? <laughs> right? like, exactly. Exactly. And I, I know you have some insights and answers around that. And so I'm going to put a pin in this conversation right now uh, because we're coming up on our first break and I'd like to invite you who've joined me today, us today, uh, grab that pen and paper that I talked about earlier. And I would like you to think about your own push and pull, the own, your own dichotomy that's going on. The, well, you know, perhaps this whole intuitive miracle synchronicity stuff is a thing and perhaps it's all horseshit. <laughs> I want you to spend some time around what that push and pull looks like and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break and we'll discuss it some more. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. 
tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Alana Parkinson. And before we went to the break, I asked you to spend some time around your own push and pull, the places where you believe, the places where you have doubt, um, even if it's only fleeting, right? Because a lot of times we have these things that we know that we know that we know, and then there are these moments of well, but maybe I don't know that. And then sometimes we'll swing back into, I know that I know that I know. And sometimes we'll swing back into, you know what, I don't know that at all. And I, I'm not going there anymore. So in your own journey, how did you learn to develop some, what do I want to say, discernment around the beliefs that you were operating with? So it really, it, it was, it was all part of the healing journey. It's, it, and, and I, I reflect on this because I think it's really interesting, and I, I console myself with this, honestly, <laughs> is that I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea. It wasn't like I was on this journey where I was like, okay, what does my intuition say? Okay, my intuition says to go do this, so I should go do this, right? It yeah. was like... I don't know. This is like, just feels like the path. Like I, it wasn't even conscious, right? It was just yeah. like, this is where I'm going. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I wasn't even conscious that I didn't know I was just doing it. Right. Yeah. And so when I can look back on my journey, I see that it was guided. I see that the breadcrumbs were there. It was like, it's like, um, you know, it's a horrible analogy. I have lots of horrible analogies, but it's like, you know, funneling like livestock into a certain area, right? Like they're yeah. all going to go there. You know, you don't have to tell them where they're going. They're just, they're going to fall that flow. They're going to follow the right? first one that went where you wanted it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so it was, it was like that. Like it just, I, all of a sudden I was, you know, I found that I was where I was. So that was really, you know, that, that first part of that coming into the intuitive side of things and finding myself, you know, at the end of six years, I mean, this was a pretty hefty journey for me finally getting into the energetics, like really getting into the energetics. And so the more that I started working with my subconscious, the more that I started working with the energy and how things felt in my body, 
the more that I was able to feel when things felt aligned and when things didn't feel aligned. Mm. And I honestly, if I can, if I can be totally honest here, I think it makes it more complicated for me because <laughs> then I'm like, because <laughs> now I'm questioning it. Right. Whereas before I would just do what I was doing. Yeah, I exactly. Now it's like you've, you've got the brain in there and the ego is yeah. kind of going, well, well, is it really what we thought it ought to be? Or are we making it up because it's what we want it to be? Yes, yeah. that. And so that's been a lot of the journey for me in the last, you know, four or five years has been feeling into it. And even in this last year, like I find and, and, you know, I continue to go through massive experiences in my life that really crack me wide open again and again and again. Okay, so for me, it. yeah, it's not, yeah. for me, so, it's definitely not done. <laughs> let, let me, let me ask you then about what I want to say. Interfacing with the other people in your world that you have relationships with, because it can sometimes be challenging depending on their own attitudes and their own acceptance of your, um, what do I want to say, confidence in your direction. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and sometimes the spiritual journey will have you do these like abrupt pivots. It's like, we're going here, we're going here. Oh, shit. No, we're taking a left. Uh, and it can be sometimes challenging to talk to the people in your world about that. How, how do you deal with that? So for me, um, you know, my, my marriage has since ended. So <laughs> there's one indication of how that went for me. Um, well, yeah. And sometimes it's, it's about the season, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it was not, it was certainly not that, that, you know, that caused, you know, that was the final nail in the coffin by any means. Um, now there's, I feel like as you go through this, um, you know, when you're first getting started on that journey and you're getting those intuitive hits, people are a lot more uh, resistant to, to just follow along. And honestly, I think more than anything, it's because you're not 100% confident in what you're doing. And so I think the more that you go down that road and the more that you are, are either you follow that intuition or you don't, right. and you see what comes from it, right? Either way, you're learning, right? <laughs> which, so, which is the most common story in most of the uh, psychic development circles out there. It's like, oh, I had this intuition that I, I shouldn't have signed that thing. It's like, okay, so what'd you do instead? Oh no, I signed the thing. It was a really bad idea. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So you, you get the, the I mean, that's how it starts, right? So right. you get the intuitive hits and you're like, that's crazy. I'm not going to do that. Cause it's usually very different than what you've done in the past. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, I've worked really hard. All the signs said, go down this road. And then it comes to sign the contract and I'm getting this intuition to not sign the contract. What the frick? Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. I mean, I literally, I just went through this, you know, a couple of months ago, I was working with somebody energetically and it, we were working together. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a session. It wasn't a client or anything. We were, we were coming together to, to shift Produce some energy. A, yeah. Yeah. In, in the earth, we were, we were working together. So we were doing this thing. And I, I, before I got there, I was like, don't go don't go, don't go. And I'm like, no, but I can't, I can't move the, the appointment. Like, no, yeah, we made a lot fine. of arrangements to make yeah. it happen. I, I'm a person who shows up. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right. So we get in there and we're going through and we're doing it. And I get to this point where I, the energy has gotten super weird. And I'm, I, I, I felt like I was starting to lose myself. Right. Yeah. And like immediately, and, and, you know, I have, sessions I do where energy work all the time where I feel like I'm leaving my body. Like it's not, it's not a scary thing, but this one felt like it was like something weird was this going is, on. This is different. This yeah. is not right. And, and so 
immediately went into like protective mode, you know, started putting up protection around myself and it was like, get out now. And I'm like, no, but I can't get out now. Yeah, even in the moment, right? Just get up and, it's like, and leave. Just yeah. leave. I can't just leave. We're almost done. It'll be fine. Right. I'll just, I'll just disconnect and I'll keep my protection up. Right. So I left, I had some crazy dark entities that I needed to clear from that, that I honestly thought I was going to need an exorcism. Like it yes. was intense. And yeah, well, and, and, learned, and people right? think about, oh, well, you know, we're just going to work with some earth energy. I'll tell you what, the Devic realm, which is that earth energy realm, there is some bad shit in there. Totally. <laughs> There's a reason it needs assistance and totally. you better come in prepared. Yeah. 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 And watch who you're working with because again, oh, yeah. she's, she's a beautiful person. She is a wide open hearted person who well, only and wants that, to do good, There's your problem she's not right protected. there. Wide open. Exactly. And there's so, your problem. And I knew wide it. Open. I, I knew it. Right. And, yeah. but I didn't listen to my guidance. And so, yeah, it, it, it was a pretty intense month. Let me tell you. And yeah, so we, we do, we learn probably more from our mistakes than we do from our like, yeah, that was the right thing to do, right? Because there's been many, many times where I followed my guidance, but there's been many times that I've been like, no, it'll be fine. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Yeah, Just, yeah. The, one, of my, one of my earliest healings that was like a deliberate healing, there were a couple that were, they just kind of like happened. It hadn't been an intention of mine to uh, to set up a healing kind of situation. Um, but I had run into this gentleman in, I think it was Trader Joe's or one of those kind of stores. And we had struck up a conversation and he was mentioning that he's, he's got this problem that the doctors can't solve and he can't like get anything down. That's, that's more than like liquid. He's subsisting on like coffee with sugar in it. And I had this intuitive hit that I could do something about it. I could do something about it right there, but I'm new at this. I'm in the middle of a store. <laughs> like, I don't really want to do this <laughs> in the middle of a store. This is, the, this is the ego thing happening, right? And so I made a very bad choice in that moment. Okay. I asked my guides, I'm like, can I just take what he has, take it home and deal with it. And they're like, well, yeah, I could. I'm like, great, I will. <laughs> I didn't ask any Done. further questions. I'm like, I will just take it. And I said, will you give it to me? He's like, sure. And so I took it with me and I did. I made it down half an aisle. I decided to take a slurp out of my water bottle and just about choked to death because I couldn't get it down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, I need to get home right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never doing that shit again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never. Like, okay, I'm not going to put myself, I'm not going to throw myself under the bus, right? To help. Yeah, yeah, else. no, like, I, I would help. rather look foolish to a bunch of strangers I will never see again in my life than to go through that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's again, but you learn, right? So, this yeah, you learn. Life. Exactly. And it's like, wait, you, you get kind of a different perspective on your priorities, right? In that moment. I had a very different priority than I had just 30 minutes later, <laughs> right? Which is far more than you would ever get in like any session or any, right? Any work that you no hired somebody to do for you, you or, right? No, yeah, no one no. can tell you that. No one can describe that to you. You have to kind of just learn it. 
<laughs> and that's that I feel like is the epitome of the awakening journey is learning all of those things and more often than not learning them the hard way, right? Yeah. Because that's what that's where we learn. I mean, had you followed your intuition, you still likely at some point would have come to a point where you didn't. <laughs> yeah, where I said, well, let me just take it on. Well, and I think it's not uncommon for people with a healing gift kind of tendency to want to take it on because traditionally, if you look back in the annals of healing, that's how many healers did it. You took, you literally drew whatever it was out of the body of the other person into you and then processed it out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to happen that way. No. <laughs> it's really super hard on you. Do not do it. If you've been doing it that way, God love you. God bless you. And please, there are better ways to do it. Explore some of those. For sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. And that's, I, I think that is, it makes you a more powerful healer too, because there are, there are energies out there that can do it for you. I mean, you don't... Yes. <laughs> have to do it. You just get to Jesus, observe learn and to delegate. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right. So you're like, you know what? I think you know how to do this much better than I do. So I'm just going to give this one over to you. And do you let me know when you're all done there? <laughs> well, on. and I, I think there's a certain amount of, at least for me, I can't speak for other people. There was a certain amount of like spiritual ego. For sure. There was this aspect of me that was like, I am going to be the healer. I am going to do the things. And that'll work but it's you pay a really high price for that and i found that letting that that spiritual ego thing go and go we me the team the divine the universe we are all here to support you in your healing and one of the other big shifts that came as i was going through that process was that although we say that, oh, this one's the healer and this one's the client, the patient, whatever you want to call it, um, that's inaccurate. Totally. It's totally inaccurate. The healer sits inside what we call the patient. Absolutely. The healer is just a guide here. The healer holds space, provides suggestions, uh, but the healing work does not come from what we call the healer. No, no. And I think, and I think this is such an important piece because it means that we are all healers. We are all healers. We all have the ability to heal ourselves. We all have Amen. the ability to go in and do this work and find our center and evolve and expand no matter what it is that we're facing. Yeah. It's, but we, we have these beliefs that it's like, oh, well, that person has those gifts. I, I promise you, I came here with zero gifts, like zero <laughs> gifts. I had nothing. I, I could, you, I was you an had engineer. Zero acknowledged <laughs> gifts. I was a very had. good engineer, right? Like I was, but as far as like spiritual gifts, forget it. There was nothing. There was nothing for me whatsoever. And I started to realize that a lot of those gifts that were things that I just didn't. I didn't realize, right? Like I could see energy. Nobody ever told me that's what I was seeing. I just figured like, that's just, just what happens when you close your eyes, right? Exactly. You just eventually figured out what it was. Yeah. yeah. But I, we all have them, right? So we, we mm. all have these amazing ways of connecting in. And, and when I was even, when I was, you know, starting to work with energy and really starting to work with clients and, and doing this work, I always had this belief that, you know, well, I need to be clairaudient. 
that, that for me right. is like when I'm clairaudient, then I will be for real. Like then we, I will we, have to We all up. have one of those, right? Right. We and all have like, one of those. Yeah. yeah. For, and I'm like, for but me, I don't have anything. For me, I have knowing. Knowing mm-hmm. is my primary thing. And it's it's one of what I want to say. The easiest ones to take for granted. Absolutely. The knowing, as well as to question, because it's like, is this a regular thought or is this an inspired thought, right? And so the discernment's a little challenging to build up. Um, But I tend to use, what do I want to say? I tend to use the language of the knowing that arrives to me. In other words, I'll say, "I I see a hole in your aura right here, right? But I don't see it. I have this knowledge of the image of that, if that yes. makes sense. <laughs> and so I had a friend the one time. I was I she was the one I was talking about the aura with. <laughs> and she's like, it's just so amazing that you have all of the clears and they're all turned up so bright and loud. And I'm like, no, it's just convenient language because it's easier for me to say, I see a hole in your aura there than to say, I have the knowing of a vision of a hole in your aura right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. No, and that's, I have that same, that's, I'm much more knowing than, than anything else. But again, you don't, how, how do you know that you have that until you start working with it and yes. you start working with someone else? I think it's, that really helps to, to begin to come into your gifts or become aware of them yes. is when you're working with someone else and you can now start getting some f- feedback some yeah. on to somebody Development else. Development partners are amazing. Yeah. As our clients, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not good enough to work with clients yet because I don't hear my guides or I don't see the whatever it is. As long as you're getting accurate, intuitive, um, working with a client is almost as good as a development partner because they will give you the feedback and they will give you the affirmation of what's going on because it's very easy to get all up in your head and think, well, it's my imagination. I imagined, you know, that there was white light coming through my body and out my hands and, you know, doing this stuff in their energy field. Um, But then when you talk to the client afterwards, how was that for you? And they go, I felt this incredible rush of energy that came down through the top of my head and all the way through my body and out the feet. And I could see and feel all of, you know, this stuff moving. And it's like, oh, so it's not just me. (laughs) No. And, And the other thing that comes with that is that your client's meet you where you're at. You will not attract somebody that you can't serve. That you're not ready to help. You're not ready, right? You just, and you will notice as you go through your own journey, as you go through your own expansion, that your clients will expand with you. They just do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And occasionally I'll get what I think of as stretch clients. And a lot of times this, what the stretch client brings with them is the very thing that I need to work on the most. Exactly. And so it's like, oh my God, am I really ready for this? It's like, girlfriend, we sent them for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we are up on our second break already. In fact, we're blowing into our second break already. Uh, Grab your pen, grab your piece of paper, spend a little time with your notepad. And I would like you to acknowledge some intuitive hits that you've had, whether you chose to act on them or you chose to not act on them. So what the hit was, whether you acted on it or not, and what the outcome was. And 
I would say list probably three or maybe four of these and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm still here with Alana Parkinson. And we had an amazing plotting and planning session while y'all were at break and making your list of intuitive hits that you've had and uh, what you did and did not do in response to those. Um, before we get into what we did or didn't do and uh, what we can take away from that, uh, I wanted to ask you, and I mentioned this over the break about, you know, what was that moment where you kind of just embraced that, oh, this intuitive thing, I really am. <laughs> it's a gift. It's part of my life. And I'm going to lean into this sucker. Uh, but even before we go into that, you made the comment that, oh, yeah, and the end of my marriage was good, too. Now, most people don't say that about a divorce. <laughs> and so my first question is, was that the first thing you said about your divorce or did it take a minute to get there? Um, it took a minute to get to the decision to mm -hmm. end it. That that took a good, well, it took multiple years, to be honest. But it was really that last year that things were really 
not great. And, uh, but once I made the decision and it's funny cause I was just going back through old quotes. I used to post quotes on Facebook when I first started doing this work. And I came across one of those quotes that was like, it's really hard to leave until you make the decision to leave. And then it's the easiest thing in the world. And it was, <sighs> that's what it was for me. Like when I, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. You know, I, I was very upfront with, with my now ex, um, as I was going through this process of being like, I, I can't do this anymore. And he wanted to, he wanted to stay together. He wanted to work it out. And, um, we got to this point where it was like, this is just not going to work. And, and there was somebody else that, that had come into my life as well, which was making it very clear that how broken my marriage was, mm. uh, and how much was missing from it. And so when, when, yeah, when I left again, I wasn't sure where it was going to be when, when we split houses and, and did all of that stuff. Um, that first night I was, it was just such a sense of relief because I had been in this marriage where there was so much resentment for the journey that I had gone through. There was so much resentment for who I'd become. It was just underlying like everything, everything, yes. everything. And so that I was never really okay with who I was in my home, right? Like I could never really be me. I never, I never second guessed who I was ever, ever. Um, but I, I, really couldn't be myself. I couldn't talk about yeah. the things I wanted to talk about. It was, you know, all of that stuff. And so just coming out and getting in my own house and my own place in my own energy was just like, oh. I could just be me, yes, you know? And, and so really, it, it was amazing. It was, it was one of the most freeing moments of my life. So, so yeah, it took me a while to get there, but yeah, when I actually made that decision, it was, it was quite wonderful. Well, what were some of the scary boogeymen that tried to keep you from going there? My kids, it was really hard. The thought of being, not having them with me. Uh, I, I dedicated, I mean, I, I stayed home with them. I left engineering to, to be with them while I was also going through my healing journey, but you know, my life was dedicated to them. So to think that I wasn't going to be with them all the time, that was, that was really hard for me. Um, because there was somebody else that was already, you know, there was, there was a potential of, for a relationship, which I am now with that person. Um, it, I didn't have to deal with that stuff of being alone. Yeah. But I'm I, alone forever. Yeah, exactly. But we split, we split my partner and I now we split after a year. And so when, when we weren't together and he had to, I really had to go through, you know, I'm on my own. I could be alone forever. I, you know, and I really had to start looking at that stuff. It was, it was hard. It was a good six weeks of really diving deep every single day, bawling my eyes out for, you know, hours a day, like really, really, really going into it, but dealing with all of those things. Like I was grounding through him. He was, he was, you know, my, well, I'm good enough because he chooses me, you know, yes, I'm good enough yes. because I have this partner, you know, I, I, I don't have to do this on my own. I, you know, I don't have to, it, it's a scary world out there. I, so I'm it was a, on my own. It was a gift actually that he split with you for a while. So Huge. you could, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, we both Claim had some big work to do yeah. during that time. And then we were able to come back together in a totally different way for that reason, because we had done the deep inner work. And so, you know, if there's anyone out there that's listening to this, that's going through that, I mean, it's, it's such a hard time because you do have to look at all of those things that are coming up. 
but it is an amazing time to really rebuild yourself in a whole yeah. new way of, of really being centered and grounded in who you are and creating an amazing relationship going forward because you've healed all of those old codependency wounds that, that show up in, in, especially when we're younger, right? We don't know any yeah. better. Uh, well, and we're taught that codependency is the way to go. If right. you read any of the fairy tales and, and the princess stories, it's like, yes, you need to find your guy you're going to be codependent right? with, right? For sure. <laughs> I I know when I came out of my first marriage and I I met my current husband as I was going through that separation. I wasn't even divorced yet. And I am very surprised that he even hung around because I was very much in the I hate men. Men suck. I am going to just live my life on my own. I do not need men in my life. Right? I was just like, no, go away. And he stayed through the whole thing. You're like, okay, you're a keeper. Yeah, but I needed, I needed to do that. And I think it was an important part of being able to then be able to be a partner with him mm -hmm. instead of a, a side piece or a dependent or an extension. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think we're, we're taught. And again, we have our parents that modeled this for us. Right. And so this is a very, and, and their parents that modeled it for them and all of this stuff, right. This goes way back, but. Right. Well, but, and women were chattel for so long. Right? It's like, you, I need an owner. If I don't have an owner, I'm defenseless right? in this world. <laughs> Mrs. And then your husband's name, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't exactly. have a name anymore. And, and you think that that's, that's you, you have that in your vision as you're growing up and then you get there and you're like, well, this sucks. Like I kind of want to do something on my own like what about the things that i like to do what yeah, about what about know? my identity what yeah. about yeah exactly and so you get to find it again and and really maybe even for the first time because you know when we're young then our parents are putting their jazz in there and telling us who we should and shouldn't be and all of that yes stuff, and so. what all our goals and our our values should be i was Oh, girl, I was in my late 40s before I figured out I was trying to live my mother's values. I couldn't oh, figure sure. out why I was so unhappy all the time. I'm hitting all my goals. I'm doing all the things that I want to do, but I'm just not happy. <laughs> you're like, wait, they're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a huge awakening piece, too, is really it figuring is. out who you are and what it is that you want to do and 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 indulging in that, right? Like really yeah. giving yourself the, the permission to do that, whatever it is, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. The permission to actually do that. You know, I, I talk a lot about the spiritual journey being a lot like walking, right? Because you swing to one extreme and then you swing back to another extreme and then you swing to this other extreme again. And it's this continual like back and forth rocking thing that seems <laughs> to go on. Um, but as you move forward, other other people perceive it as like a straight line. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so it, it feels like you're, you know, back and forth and torn and all over the place. But really what you're what you're experiencing is balance in motion. Totally. And and it's I, I love it, you know we think that it's a straight line, right? And if we're, yeah. if we're headed in a straight line, that it's just got to be the straight line. And that's where the logical mind can hijack us. Right. And, <laughs> and, and the and, ego, right? Right. The, the ego likes to set these expectations. This is what it should look like, right? This yeah. is what it's got to look like. And so when we can get beyond that and really start moving into that more intuitive space, then we can figure out that the reason that we can't take a straight line 
here is because there's a giant wall there, right? And so like we may be like right in front of the wall and we just keep banging into it. But yeah. the logical mind says go straight, right? Go straight. And so you go, just, it's the closest <laughs> distance between go. two points, except it's really hard on your body to try exactly. and get through that wall. <laughs> it's a lot easier to just kind of take a little right, walk around. Exactly. Take and, a step back, you know, move yeah, around to the right, and then out, boom, all of a sudden. Find out where the through line really is. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's the journey is like we think that it's logically a straight line. And going backwards and taking that detour if you follow your intuition it that is the straightest line you may have some learning that you need to yeah. detour back and pick up and then you can head off you know into the sunset with that well, that new piece of wisdom and one of the things that i've discovered over the years for myself and i I've, I've noticed the same thing that happens for clients um you know, there's this part of me that's like, ooh, this is my goal. I want it now. I'm going straight for the thing. Okay. But the spiritual journey is always this windy thing that looks like it's all full of detours and, and weird experiences that are quote unquote not necessary. But what I find is every single one of those experiences was necessary and necessary for me to grow into being able to receive what the goal was. That and I, and that, especially for people that are like, why don't I have my gifts yet? Why don't you know? Why haven't I figured out my gifts yet? Why don't I have this yet? And a lot of the times, like I've found that, well, and some of it is they're sitting under the Bodhi tree waiting for that vision to arrive, which would scare the shit out of them. Right, that right. <laughs> I think that's it. Is that you're not at that frequency yet? You're not prepared yet to hold that frequency of that gift. And it's not that there's something wrong with you. It's not that you're not worthy of it. It's that it would overwhelm you or that it would put you into a situation where you would be opening yourself up maybe to energies that you're not prepared to deal with yet. Yes. So there's there's lots of different reasons, but it's always for your best interest. It's not that anyone's withholding anything from you and that they will come to you as as needed, right? When when the moment is right, the teacher yeah. will arrive, the gift will open, all of the things will happen. We've yeah. got three minutes left. And so speaking of gifts, you brought one with you. You have two minutes to tell us what it is and where to go get it. Well, and this is the greatest thing is that it is totally in line with what we're talking about here. It is a healing. It's an activation to really go in and First thing first is, is to really soothe the nervous system. Because yes. when, you know, when we're on this, this, awakening journey, we, we can be in the state of fight or flight. We can be in the state of, I got to protect myself. I don't know what's coming. I don't know. It it's scary right? and I'm it's, uncertain. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. And so when we can get into that space of really calming the nervous system, then we can open up to receive these shifts at a much deeper yes. level. So the, the healing is an activation is really a combination between soothing the nervous system, soothing the body, being in a space where we feel safe and secure to receive, and then really opening up to, to bring in these higher frequencies, to open up to receiving our divine gifts, whether they show up during that session or whether they show up later, who knows? Um, but you can watch it again and again. This is the really cool thing is that it meets you exactly where you're at. So if you wanna come back to it the following day, if you wanna watch it again right after you finish watching it, that it works on, on wherever you're at and that it can continue to open you up and, and create more and more and more expansion. And to where do we things find to it? Flow. And you can find it at gift.alanaparkinson.com. Okay. And Alana, A-L-A-N-A, 
Parkinson's, Parkinson's and like the disease. Spelling. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, like the disease. Unfortunately, like the disease. <laughs> but it removes uh, all okay. questions of now, how to spell. <laughs> if you get the gift, it, it puts you on your email list. They can contact you for other things as well beyond that. Yes. Yeah. And there's a link on the page to, to go ahead and, and book a free uh, 20 minute call with me as well. So we can talk about specifically where awesome. you're at on your journey and, and give you some steps to start moving forward for yourself. Love that. Thank you for joining me here today, Alona. It's been oh. amazing. I really enjoyed our conversation. And me too, Sophia Renea. This is so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And thank you for tuning in with us and joining us in this conversation. I do this show for you. Uh, because I know how disconcerting awakening can be, how confusing the spiritual journey can be. It's like I awakened and now I seem to be awakening again. Is this normal? Uh, and so that's part of the, my motivation for doing this show is to show you that yes, it's all normal. <laughs> You're all right and you're on the path. Uh, but I would like to hear from you if you have anything you'd like to share with me, a topic you'd like to see, a guest you'd like on, a, a question about your own journey. I really. You know, whatever it is, I am here for you. Uh, you can send that to ask Zofia, A S K Z O F I A, at transformationspace.co. I read all the emails that come in there. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 